Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hello and welcome to Spark My Muse. I'm your host, Lisa Colon-Delay, and you're listening to Soul School Lesson 251. Do you chase or avoid? Before I get started, I want to invite you to the Winter Solace. This is the second year we've done this, and the group of presenters, teachers, spiritual guides, and the music and connection is amazing at this event. It's a remote event, virtual event, that's going to take place January 6th through 8th, and you can get all the information for that and the link to register when you go to sparkmymuse.com for this episode and sign up. You can pay in four installments or all at once. When you pay in installments, it's not that much of a financial burden. But if you need financial assistance, it can be provided for you. And there's a way to do that at the website, too. I also want to mention that I have a few spots available if you'd like to join me in Puerto Rico this February. This will be a trip to enjoy the beautiful tropical island of my birth, as well as help people who have been affected by Hurricane Fiona. It's not going to take any extraordinary experience or strength to be there, just a willingness to help people in need. And we'll also see some beaches, historic sites, and really enjoy our time there. So go to sparkmymuse.com for the details on that, and leave me a message if you're interested in coming. The final thing I want to mention before I jump into the main material for this episode, the book I wrote, The Wildland Within, is actually under $9 on Amazon. If you've been listening for a while or you, you're interested at all in the book, I've created a short link. If you want to use it, it's tiny.cc forward slash wildland. That'll take you straight to the Amazon page. But of course, if you can go to a local bookstore and support your local bookstore, that's definitely the way to go. Please grab a copy or grab a couple. If you're interested in starting a book club, I'd be happy to join your book club and answer some questions or have a discussion with you. I really enjoy interacting with readers and going over the material. So here's my question for you. Do you ever 
chase emotionally unavailable people? Do you like to chase people or do you like to avoid people? Sometimes when we chase people, we're actually avoiding them. And I'm talking about in friendships, in work associations or mentorships, and romantic relationships too. Maybe you hope to connect with somebody and they just don't seem to be that into you. Or maybe you feel like you're getting mixed messages, a kind of come here, stay over there message at the same time. Our attachment styles play into how we navigate this territory. It's the inner territory, the territory of the wildland within. I'm going to be writing about this in my next book. I wanted to bring it up now because I'm thinking about it and writing about it, and I'm going to be discussing it at the Winter Solace workshop that I'm doing. It can be incredibly frustrating and even hurtful in certain situations. Many times we don't recognize what's actually happening. There's actually patterns of self-rejection that's happening before we sense the rejection that might be coming from someone else. As I was reading up on this, one particular post just blew me away. Imani Tut, who's a trauma-informed therapist, wrote, The truth is, if I was someone who was emotionally available, I wouldn't have any desire to chase after someone who wasn't. We may have the habit of fantasizing or exalting relational connection, but actually, we might look for people who are unable to connect, emotionally or otherwise. We will repeat the pattern because we ourselves are inexperienced with connection and we haven't really connected with ourselves. So what do we do? We pick those kinds of people who are most like ourselves and seem the most familiar to us. They are distant somehow, or somehow the relationship is unattainable, or they frequently will run away emotionally. Then the cycle repeats. What initially might seem like excitement or joy in the friendship or relationship, or maybe a spark or chemistry, might actually be relational anxiety that you've gotten really used to and even get some pleasure out of initially. When we learn to disconnect from ourselves in order to gain the acceptance or the connection or approval or attention of somebody else, we have already started off disconnected because we disconnected from ourselves to get there in the first place. There's not much for someone to connect with that is authentically us because we've altered ourselves to feel more lovable. We separate from that first and we rejected that part of ourselves first. When they appear to reject us, it already echoes what we've chosen to do to ourselves. And really, it hurts double. It's a second betrayal. Putting up a strong and independent front, acting like we don't need anybody else, or maybe we find excuses to emotionally run off because we feel afraid or find it too risky to connect deeply with other people. We're afraid of abandonment or betrayal or rejection. Or we change ourselves to be more likable to someone. That takes a lot of extra energy that you have to summon to be the kind of person you hope someone else wants. If we haven't been in the habit of rejecting ourselves first, we have more energy and reserves not to worry if other people aren't a good match for us. The fact is, some people won't be a good match for us in friendship or in business and work or in romance. If you know that you've been a person that has given out mixed signals, kind of like, come here, no, go away, or you get triggered in your relationships, or risking emotional closeness feels scary and awkward, 
it helps to learn what attachment style has been guiding your connections with other people. What attachment style has been there in your family in the earliest connections of your life? It turns out 30 to 50% of us do not have secure attachment styles, and that makes relationships and situations stressful or painful or chaotic and unpredictable to us at times. Here's a short history of attachment theory. John Bowlby, a psychoanalyst, came up with a theory in 1952. At a London clinic, he was studying mothers and their young children, and he saw that children displayed a variety of social releasers, like crying or smiling, to get their mother's attention. He defined these patterns as connected to, quote, lasting psychological connectedness. And these types of caregiver-child interactions were essentially a training ground for later in life, in childhood, adolescence, and adulthood, and all the other relationships that would come in life. Mary Ainsworth continued his work. She did the strange situations classification. In her experiment, parents would leave the room of their child that was about 18 months old or younger. Then they observed the responses of the children, and there were four main responses. The healthiest one was called secure attachment. That meant that the child was briefly upset when the mother or primary caregiver left, but then the child would regulate and continue playing. When the mother would come back, the child would recognize the mother or caregiver, reunite with them, maybe be a little upset at first, and then be able to regulate again and explore and play. The next style was anxious resistant. That child may remain upset the whole time and may not always calm down when the mother gets back, may be clingy, may even punish the mother, and has trouble being soothed. The next attachment style is the avoidant attachment style, and this comes in a whole spectrum of disconnection, from mild to severe. What was observed is no major stress response when the mother or caregiver leaves and not seeking out their attention when they return. These children do not go to their caregivers for emotional support because it isn't rewarding and their needs are not met. What seems like disconnection on the surface or aloofness, there's actually a lot going on under that emotionally. There's trouble brewing underneath. There's confusion and there's stress. In Andy Kolber's book, Try Softer, which I highlighted in a previous episode recently, she talks about the attachment styles in Chapter 3, Attached, Why Our Earliest Relationships Matter. And she goes over the attachment styles this way. Secure attachment, when a person tends to be independent and able to connect with others and themselves. They can acknowledge their own faults while also hearing their partner's concerns or other people's concerns. They are able to stay emotionally regulated in everyday situations involving relationships. They are able to more accurately assess whether a person is safe or reliable based on their previous experiences. Your relationships with friends and family and acquaintances or strangers are triggering. You do not have a secure attachment style. The next one is a preoccupied style. It falls into the anxious ambivalent attachment style. This is where you tend to desire validation and closeness. This style is most afraid of abandonment. This style is hypercritical of self, but more apt to see others as good. This style tends to be emotionally dysregulated when fearing relational disconnection. 
This style typically is triggered by conflict and reacts by wanting more closeness. People with this style experience the most engagement from their sympathetic nervous systems, the fight, flight, and fawn responses when they are triggered. Going in the opposite direction is a more dismissive response. It's called avoidant attachment. This goes in the other direction. People tend to be self-reliant with this attachment style. They're most afraid of feeling engulfed by other people. They are those who tend to be critical of others, but less critical of themselves. They are emotionally disconnected. This style typically is triggered by conflict, and they react by isolating to try to emotionally self-regulate. The people with this style experience the most engagement from their sympathetic nervous systems, fight, flight, and fawn when triggered. And finally, the next one comes with a fearful avoidant response. It's called disorganized attachment. And this one's more chaotic. This style, there is a desire to connect to other people, but also fear of being used and hurt. This style is where people are most afraid that those closest to them will cause them harm. With this style, people tend to see themselves as defective and others as scary. They may feel they're inviting others in while also pushing them out. They tend to be emotionally dysregulated, which may result in dissociation and or sympathetic nervous system activation. In relationships, they may experience feelings reminiscent of the terror experienced in childhood. So you may have recognized yourself in some of those, or you may recognize someone you know and love, perhaps a friend or family member. The final one I went over, the disorganized attachment, is usually experienced by someone who has had early childhood trauma or negative experiences. Another quote from Mamani says, the antidote to fear of abandonment is learning how to stop abandoning yourself just to say that you have a connection with someone. If you've had issues in any of these areas, you're not alone. It's important to realize these patterns and you may have adjusted to them without even knowing it. Some of the ways we overcome and heal from these things is by reparenting ourselves in the way we were not cared for and parented, setting boundaries with other people, and of course, seeking the help of a gifted and trained trauma-informed professional will help us get the kind of perspective we need when we don't quite have the tools yet. All those ways can help. I also recommend books. They're one of the cheapest ways to get help as you're working towards healing. Try Softer and the upcoming Strong Like Water, both by Andy Kolber, are fantastic books. I also highly recommend The Wisdom of Your Body by Hilary McBride. They've been very personally helpful to me. And when you look in the book notes for each of those books, you'll find a lot of other helpful books that they have referenced to write their own. For the research and the sources of information I've curated and researched for this episode, You'll be able to find all that in the show notes for this episode when you go to sparkmymuse.com for SSL 251, Soul School Lesson 251. If any of this rings true for you, I encourage you to dig in, learn more, be encouraged, and step out toward healing. For my subscribers on Substack, there's a new chat feature too. I'm going to be putting out a question and we can interact with it, engage with it. It's a safe place to share some of your thoughts or your questions or things that you're thinking about as you encounter this episode. If you'd like to support my work monthly, 
you can go to patreon.com forward slash spark my muse and your contributions make it possible for me to research and work put out material each week i'm so grateful for that help until next time i wish you blessing and peace Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.